<laughs> oh jesus all right boys and girls it's another edition of the black flag playbook it is the last edition of the year of the black flag playbook we thank you all obviously for riding along uh, i am bradley sauce here at b sauce 96 joined by mason dunn at mason d 51 and uh reagan parent at reagan parent 17 uh, again, thank you guys all for rocking with us all year. Thank you to Only Podiums, Jay Townsend, Scott Fowler with the Scott Fowler Lock of the Week all year. Um, definitely appreciate both of them. And uh, yeah, I mean, without further ado, let's get into it. Totals for week 36, the last week that we did uh, with, uh, well, I guess technically there's 36 races in the year, but we also did the Coliseum. So uh, last week went I, myself, uh, went plus 305. For a new total of $2,180 on the season, Reagan went minus $220 for a new total of $1,978, and Mason went minus $700 for a new total of $3,260. I was the only one that was in the, the green, but that being said, for the entire season, we are all going to be ending, no matter what we do this week, in the green. So uh, again, thank you guys all for listening. Thank you guys all for rocking with us. Um, and you know, I, I think that, that going into, you know, season two of this deal, obviously we're just re uh, ending, ending season one, I think going into season two, if you go into a weekend and you feel pretty good, you know, you, you go to a, you go to a Phoenix for say, and just be like, Oh, you know, Kevin Harvick really good at Phoenix. Uh, and then one of us provides the stats and facts that you think is going to, you know, make it so that you feel even more confident about Kevin Harvick. I think that's the one that you go with, right? So our, our totals for the season are all based on a hundred dollar bets placed on every bet that we made throughout the season. Um, so for example, you know, if you did a hundred dollars on every bet that I made throughout the entire season, you'd be up to over $2,000. So um, now obviously everyone doesn't have $800 to bet every single weekend. So like I said, if you feel really confident in a driver, um, you know, you just pick obviously one of those and, and ride with it. And, you know, obviously it's shown that most of our bets have hit. So um, that's uh it's pretty exciting as we uh, conclude Season one of the Black Flag Playbook. But uh, again, I'm Bradley Sauce. You're joined by Mason Dunn and Reagan Parent. And uh, we got a championship that's going on this weekend, uh, starting uh, obviously with the trucks. We got th all three divisions crowning a new champion. So uh, the truck series at Phoenix, the notables, the one is going to be Jesse Love. The seven is going to be uh, Marco Andretti. The 41 is going to be Bailey Curry, full-time Bailey next year. Uh, 66 is going to be Connor Jones. 77 is Derek Kraus. Uh, and uh, Sean Hignoramus is fucking in the 75. He uh, hippopotamus. He will certainly hit at least one thing tomorrow night. Uh, 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern start. Absolutely love that. Uh, you, can, you can get pretty much a whole day done and then do a whole nother day and then also get home and still watch trucks. So I uh, know a lot of people are going to hate it. Absolutely love it. Miami. The results, Carson Hosevar picked up the win over Ben Rhodes, who threw an absolute Hail Mary and uh, made himself into the final four. Uh, Corey Heim, Grant Infinger, and Bailey Curry, uh, which, exciting. Bailey Curry has been really fast this year, and I can't wait to bet on him next year because he is certainly going to win a race at least. Uh, don't know where, but looking forward to that. So Phoenix in 2022 for the trucks. Zane Smith picked up the win and the championship over Ben Rhodes, Chandler Smith, John Hernemichek and Stuart Friesen. Uh, average running position throughout the race, Zane Smith with a two. Also picked up the pole. 
Uh, it was very, very quick, obviously. John Arnimacek, Corey Haim, both with an average running position of four. Chandler Smith, five. Stuart Friesen, six. Ben Rhodes and Ty Majeski, seven. And Grant Enfinger, eight. Fastest laps in the race, Zane Smith, 43. John Arnimacek, 21. Chandler Smith, 16. Corey Haim, nine. Laps led, Zane Smith, 77. John Arnimacek, 44. Chandler Smith, nine. Ben Rhodes, eight. Stuart Friesen, six, Corey Heim, and uh, I assume Lane Riggs, probably not Scott, uh, five. Uh, the Masons metric top 10. Uh, Mason, do, do you want to – I feel like the people need another recap of what the Masons metric in, entails. As, uh, obviously, there's going to be a little bit of an overhaul next year. but uh, It's feel, already in the works. I feel like you need to do – you need to give people the description, and then why don't you just rattle off the top 10? Yeah, so basically, we kind of take a little little percentage of uh, a lot of factors here. The last race, uh, so like for this week, last week in Miami, or for the trots, uh, 30%. The last race at the track of the previous year, I don't do the spring race, um, also 30%. The average of the last three finishes at 20, and the average of the last three at a similar track also at 20. Um, like you said, yeah, some, some overhauls coming to that over the offseason. Uh, as well as probably our notes, going to work on some ideas. Uh, but for this week at at um, Phoenix, it's kind of uh, three main guys leading the pack here. You got Corey Heim at a four point eight, uh, Carson Hosevar at a four point eight three, Ben Rhodes at a four point eight seven. I think that's the tightest the top three in the metrics been all year. Uh, then you got Grant Infinger at a five point eight, Matt Craft in ten point two three, Nick Sanchez trying to avoid Matt Craft in a twelve point two seven. Ty Majeski, 12.63, Stuart Friesen, 12.7, and then the Gray brothers, 12.83 for Tanner and 14.53 for Taylor rounding out the top 10. Yeah, so obviously the championship four. Well, maybe not obviously if this is uh, your first time hearing about it. Uh, Corey Heim, Carson Osabar, Ben Rhodes, and Grant Enfinger. Uh, Zane Smith picked up the win, obviously, last year, 2022. Stuart Friesen won at Phoenix in 2019. Uh, Zane Smith, three Phoenix races, average finish of 2.7 and, uh, 2021 championship was won by finishing third Ben Rhodes. Uh, it is possible to win the title and not win the race. Yeah. Which it's, that's, I I don't know how I don't necessarily remember that one, but, uh, definitely remember the interviews afterwards. So, um, those, those were fun, but, uh, you know, I think that since there there's probably going to be an overwhelming majority, it, there's probably going to be picks this weekend that overlap. Uh, I'm sure that there will be at some point in one of the three divisions. I think that we should just do a, a reveal all at once. We're going to do a little three, two, one action, and then it's just boom. Here's who's going to win the race, and we're all going to say it at the exact same time, and then we're all going to explain why we think that driver is going to win the race. Um, so starting with the trucks, obviously, like I mentioned, I'm assuming, you know, maybe it's not, maybe, maybe someone's going to throw a Hail Mary. Maybe someone's going to go with a Stuart Friesen. Um, but you know, who we think is going to win the race. I personally think it's going to be the championship, but you know, maybe people think differently. So, so fellas, we're going to do a little three, two, one. Corey, Corey Han. and finger. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I knew we were going to have an, I know we were going to have an overlap. I just didn't know, you know, honestly, I thought Reagan might go with Carson Hosevar. Um, No, I, I think personally, Corey Heim has got to be the man to beat. However, absolutely going to be cucking 
Reagan with uh Grant and Finger is on my bet slip for a top three. Uh good, really good safety net. If you want to go with two drivers, you want to if you want to bet on a Hosevar to win the race in championship. I mean, the odds aren't crazy. Um, I actually already have my all my bets on the show post. So Corey Heim was plus 225 to pick up the win. I believe Carson Osfar had the same odds. Um, so obviously not great, great odds, but Grant and Finger top three is plus 140. So uh, we'll be going with Grant as that insurance policy for a top three uh, because I think he will be pretty strong. But uh, no, I think Corey Heim has been the class of the field for the entire year. I think that, you know, he he had to fuck up really bad numerous times to not make it into the final four. So I just feel like the fact that they've already been so dominant and the fact that they're going to Phoenix where they've probably been planning to, you know, planning for it for, for quite a while. Corey's race there in Arca uh, finished second to Ty Gibbs in 2021, I believe. So uh, Ty Gibbs, obviously in the cup series came in, lit the world on fire. So, um, you know, Corey's Corey's pretty good, pretty much wherever you go, especially in that 11 truck. So I do think that there'll be a little bit more nerves on Carson's part, but also going on to going off of Carson, I actually was, I was in between Carson and Corey. Um, I feel like Carson has a, a very, a much higher risk of getting in trouble in this race. And also Carson has a much higher risk of winning the championship by a late race restart and just absolutely bonsaiing the whole field. I think that out of everyone that's in the championship four, he is the one that would do it. Uh, whether it's successful or not, who knows? But that's a, that's another reason to bet on Carson. Uh, I'm going to bank on there not being a late race yellow and going with Corey Heim dominating the race. So that is my yeah. Point. I think Corey is going to go out here and set the world on fire. Uh, he's already resigned with the team for next year. Um, the other guys, I don't know what their future holds. Um, so I, I think Corey, this is this is Corey's time. This is Heim time. Um, at plus two twenty, I saw two twenty five. That what you said? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think that's that's the one. Um, I think the other two guys, I think Hosevar will probably be records or checkers. Um, he'll just go for it. He, this is his last hurrah before Bailey Curry becomes a flagship over there at um, whatever the hell that team's now called. <laughs> Why can't I think of it? Uh, nice Carson, over there at Nice. Hosevar Motorsports. Yeah, and, and his late model team. Mm. Um. And in, in Finger's a guy that will sneak up there and be up front, but contending for a win. And then part of me does want to say in Finger because it's GMS's last ride. We've seen teams on their way out win titles. So it's entirely possible. They could throw everything they have at this. Um, I just think he's going to come up just a little short to Corey. I really want to base my bet more or less off of when they do pre-qualifying tech. Whatever car fails or whatever truck fails tech is the one I want to go with. Time adjusties. So, yeah, time adjusties for sure. But I don't know. I like Grand Enfinger just because I don't want to take Heim or Hosevar. I just feel like Hosevar has done so much, like not wrecking, but he's pissed off enough people in the truck series that if somebody wants to pay him back or do something to him, this would be the perfect race to do that. And so I'm going to go with Grant Enfinger on that. And I'm also going to take Zane Smith for a top three at plus 150. You said it in the stats, his average finish is a two-point-something in the three races that he's ran there. That's enough for me to take him. Not a playoff driver. Could probably go out there and win the race not in the championship four just because how good he is at that track. 
Yeah, I think so. I honestly think if there if there's ever a safe play for someone that is not in the championship for it is certainly Zane. Um, obviously the the talent level goes uh, up a little bit more as you go up through the three series trucks. I mean, I really don't know who. Uh, there's there's not many other guys that I would I'd put money on. Maybe Ekis, but uh, we've done that all year. Um, but uh, the I think Jesse Love is a decent little top five thought. Um, I assume he's racing the ARCA race on uh, tomorrow afternoon or whatever the hell that is. So he's going to have the track time. Um, I think Jesse loves a sneaky pick, but not going to be one on record as uh, I'm going to go with just the grand and finger top three, because I do think that it's going to be, I don't know. I, I feel like you watched last week with William Byron, right? William Byron, uh, especially listening to DBC, they were talking about how they, they think that he had a lot of nerves in that race. That was, you know, his back was to the wall. He's had such a good year. He needs to make it to, uh, to well, I was going to say Homestead, uh, fucking wish it was, but uh, has to make it to Phoenix. And, you know, he's overdriving it and he's just absolutely worn out because there's just so much nerves and anxiety. And I feel like if we've seen anything between any of these, the, these top four, I mean, Carson is the basket case of emotion. So, um, you know, Will he do anything to win a championship? I think that he'll do anything more than anyone else that is in the top four. But we've seen Ben Rhodes be aggressive. Maybe not the other two as much. But um, no, I I do think it's going to be between Grand and Finger and Corey Heim. And uh, yeah, I think Zane Smith's a sneaky little play. I think Jesse Love for a top five is a sneaky little play. And uh, I don't think I've mentioned it since we've gone live. I think that that wraps up the trucks. I don't know if anyone else has anything else. I think that we're... I, I was throwing. I'm gonna do two more. I'm gonna do my typical three, and I would just say I like Zane Smith. I, I do. This year has been a little odd for him. Um, he hasn't had a top three since Richmond. He's only had eight top threes all season. The last three races, not even in the top twenty. So he's we, he's a weird case because he should be a race winning contender and a top three contender. The confidence level that I have in him isn't that high. Uh, I am going to take a guy that I think might play into a situation that could take host of our out of the titles pitcher with race at Hartford to win. And this is Raiden's guy that he loves betting on uh, Christian Etches for a top three, a plus plus one ninety. just seems like uh, this is a time where he knows this is his moment to really plant himself as that lead car there for that team next year with Jake Garcia going somewhere. Uh, so this could be a statement moment for him. And then um, mm, I like the Stuart Friesen top five um, paper, but I don't know how he is health-wise. So I think I'm going to take a swing. Spire's bringing two trucks to the track this weekend, and I like the guy in that 77. Give me Derek Krause for a top five, a plus 600, to really just try to make a last minute. Uh, give me back over 4,000. I yeah. don't I don't know how I feel about the Derek Krause pick. Just with the fact that when he ran that 19 truck full time versus Ekis this year, how much Ekis outperformed them versus when he made the switch to Xfinity cars, how he ran okay. I just I don't know if the I just think the truck series or the trucks aren't suited for how Derek Krause races. Or like I don't One know. off though with a team light spire. You know, you're trying to make a statement of finding yourself a new full-time ride. All that GameBridge uh, and Drainy money coming in, that could be a place for him. It, it does seem like <clears throat> he's probably proved himself enough in Xfinity Series that he's going to probably have a full-time ride next year. 
maybe it is just a spire truck and that's probably why they're doing it but um he has been fairly impressive in the xfinity series but going back on the trucks i mean he had he would he did next to nothing he was horrendous in the trucks <clears throat> yeah so um i will say it's a really good odds play like i was just gonna i was honestly thinking about trying to put a top five bet in um but I, I, I just, it's not a, it's not a risk I want to take with a, a Jesse Love at plus three twenty. When I heard you say Derek Krause at plus eight hundred, well, did you say plus hundred? I, I do like freezing. I just his back concerns me. Derek Krause is plus eight hundred on DraftKings. I'll take that. Shit. Yeah. So when you said when you said Krause plus eight hundred, I was like, oh, I, I got to get Jesse Love at a plus six fifty. No, he's three twenty. He's, he's pretty far down there. Um, and I'll hold off on that one. Uh, I do think that he's going to be pretty good though. So if, if anyone is out there, it's, that is, uh, maybe using some bonus bets. So that, that's what I was going to mention. I think that we're all, that, that just wraps up the trucks. Uh, I'm taking Corey Heim. Mason's taking Corey Heim, both 225 to win. Uh, I'm also going with a Grant Infinger top three plus 140. Uh, Mason's also, like you just mentioned, going with the Christian Eckes top three and the Derek Karaus top five and uh reagan's going with the the zane smith top three finish that's plus 150 on DraftKings. i don't know if he's using a different app i think that that's what he said but uh it's been a been a couple minutes um <clears throat> i will say first shout out to DraftKings. second big news last week of the official year, in maine starting when people hear this by the time you're hearing this sports gambling is legal in the state of maine Welcome like, to 2023 I mean, maybe, Maine. If you're if you're waking up at 6 a.m. and listening to this, well, thank you. You're gonna have to wait a couple more hours because 9 a.m. it goes live. But the biggest news was that as of two, three months ago, right? I, I read an article. I was like, oh, they're gonna go live in November, mid-November. I'm like, okay, like that sucks, but that's there's still a couple football games on, you know, whatever. And then I read Caesars is the only app that's gonna be allowed in the state of Maine. And I was like, okay, like I'll start using Caesars. So I start using Caesars, right? And no problem. Caesars is pretty good. They usually have some pretty good odds. And DraftKings at the time was kind of ass. Well, now I was going through all the odds today. DraftKings, just about everything is higher than Caesars. And DraftKings on Tuesday decided they're like, hey, we're going to sign a deal with an Indian tribe and we're going to be able to go live at 9 a.m. as well. So um, one little gripe that I do have is that when it went live in mass, you got a shit ton of free bets. Even if you had an account, uh, Caesars does have a free bet, uh, deal where you have to put $50 in and place a bet for $50 tomorrow. Well, actually it's not tomorrow. Anytime between now and December, I think I read it beginning of December at some point, put 50 bucks in bet 50 bucks, and then you get a hundred dollars in bonus bets. So you get two free $50 bets to bet on anything. Um, so that's the one thing I have seen from Caesars, which is cool because I already have an account. It does say new account owners, but apparently Caesars, you have to sign up in every different jurisdiction, which is weird, but uh, works for me because I get the $100 in bonus bets tomorrow. DraftKings, I haven't seen anything that, that is uh, worth your time for at least existing customers. If you are a resident of the state of Maine and you listen to this and you don't have a DraftKings account, uh, on the sports book, definitely go and sign up. You put five dollars in, and you get two hundred dollars in free bonus bets. It is eight twenty-five dollar bonus bets. So all you have to do is, you know, say you want to bet on Corey Heim tomorrow. Click Corey Heim, 
And then down below, it'll say bonus bets, eight. Click on, click on it, and it'll say bonus bet $25. Click on one of those or click on two of those. I think you probably only have to – I think you probably only use one, but whatever. Click on that, bet 25 bucks on Corey Heim to win the race, and that's free money. You could, But you could use all eight on the same thing as separate bets. Yeah, they'd have to be separate bets, but yeah. You could I definitely... did that – so because I already had the DraftKings app being – the resident degenerates we all are here um when they when it first went live in massachusetts i didn't get anything out of it because i had already been using DraftKings, going to connecticut doing whatever Same. so when when i went live i had nothing but i signed my father and my brother up and i was like all right let me see your phone and i just started firing what, what i gotta add five bucks boom i did that i got the eight bets well, I just decided to fire all of it on like the Bruins to win by one and a half. So it was like even if not plus money and it hit. So instantly right there, you get that $200 back and then some. And then you can either just take it right out of your account and be done gambling forever, which isn't the case for most of us. But <laughs> yeah, one it of the, works. One of the most profitable weekends I have ever had in my entire life was when it went live in Massachusetts. So it, So a lot of the times when they do the bonus bets, obviously you can't cash out you can't they they don't give you a hundred dollars yeah. you're like oh i'm just gonna take that hundred dollars out but you have to bet that money and then but, what yeah, you win so, is what you get like you don't you get, get a, the 25 dollars back you get the 25 or whatever that you win you you get it yeah and you get a bunch of it was it was wild like so they basically i think it might have been fan duel honestly which isn't going to be live in maine so this is stupid but basically they gave you a hundred dollars in free bets but it, it wasn't like 25 dollars increments it was just you got to place a bet and then that money's yours so i placed like a 20 dollars bet on like i don't know ohio state college football or something they won that hit and then fan was like yeah man that's your money <laughs> that's cool i was like holy shit so i put in like 20 bucks got a hundred dollars in bonus bets and then cashed out $120 and was like, well, that's absolutely crazy because the bet paid like 10 bucks. But um, no, it is it is definitely a really good deal for anyone that has not subscribed on DraftKings. Uh, again, just deposit five bucks and you get $200, 25 $8 bonus bets, basically. Or not. No, that's wrong. Eight $25 bonus bets. Um, perfect. Just in time for the uh, NASCAR championship weekend and obviously NFL football is going to continue. So, and hockey's going whatever you want to bet on. But uh, obviously that being said, uh, we got to move on to the Xfinity series as we've already wrapped up the trucks. Uh, so the Xfinity series at Phoenix, uh, the notables, the 11 is going to be Derek Krause. 17 is going to be Raja Karuth. And the 19 is going to be Myatt Snyder. Uh, so the Martin 17 Hill. brings a better car this week. He, uh, yeah, yeah. Let's hope that he at least makes the race. That actually, I think I saw that there was a shit ton of Xfinity cars. That I think that they needed. Uh, I think three, three. There was three people that were going to go home. I don't know. Um, but none of them were notables. That's for sure. Uh, at Martinsville, Justin Allgaier won over Sheldon Creed, Sammy Smith, Riley Herbst, and Josh Berry. And uh, Phoenix in 2022, Ty Gibbs won over Noah Gregson, Justin Allgaier, Landon fucking Castle, and AJ Adderamendinger. Uh, the poll was Ty Gibbs. He also won stage one and stage two. Uh, average running position in the race, Ty Gibbs two, Noah Gregson, Justin Allgaier three. Landon Castle six, Sheldon Creed, Brandon Jones seven, AJ Amendinger, Josh Berry eight. 
fastest laps in the race, Ty Gibbs, 58. Justin Allgaier, 28. Noah Gregson, 27. And Sammy Smith, 6. Laps led in the race. Uh, Ty Gibbs had 125 of them. Noah Gregson, 35. Justin Allgaier, 26. Sammy Smith, 10. And uh, Nick Sanchez, allegedly, with 4. In the Mason's metric top 10, Justin Allgaier, 3.67. The overwhelming favorite over Daniel Hemrick with a 7.6. A John Hanemichek with a 7.83. Riley Herbst, 8.03. Sammy Smith, 8.03. Sheldon Creed comes in at an 8.87. Josh Berry, a 10.60. Austin Hill, 11.73. Cole Custer, 12.07. And Parker Kligerman at a 13.2. And the championship four in the Xfinity Series is John Hernemichek, Justin Allgaier, Sam Mayer, and Cole Custer. And in the spring race for the Xfinity Series, Sammy Smith picked up the win over Ryan Truex, Sheldon Creed, Riley Herbst, and Chandler Smith. Justin Allgaier has won a race at Phoenix in 2017 and 2019. Brandon Jones won in 2020. Daniel Hemrick in 2021, uh, his only win fucking ever. Uh, and JGR has won 10 of the last 19 races at Phoenix and three of the last four. Uh, and uh, the uh, John Ramachek has an 8.9 average finish and Austin Hill has a nine flat. <clears throat> so, boys, we, we're, we're going to have to do it again. Yeah. I, let me get the fucking whatever I got in my throat, um, dick out of my throat or whatever, whatever the kids say. Um, all right. We're going to have to go with a three, two, one, and then we're just going to have to lay it out on the line for the Xfinity series. Uh, I do want to mention though, before we do that, that throughout this season, Sheldon Creed has been on my shit list. Parker Kligerman will probably always be on my shit list. Um, Park Clickman has been pretty impressive as of late, but he also didn't qualify for a truck race at fucking North Wilkesboro. So he can absolutely get bent. Sheldon Creed though, has had flashes of brilliance. And if last weekend was any sort of, uh, indication on how his season has gone, RCR, it fucking hates him. And RCR has a darling in Austin Hill, uh, a guy that needed to win to get in and very much probably would have won to get in, but then got absolutely ass packed by his own teammate, uh, who blew the radiator out and destroyed his car, uh, airbags deployed and everything. Uh, I think Sheldon Creed, I might bet if he's going to Gibbs next year, you might not even have to listen to the Xfinity series section of the show. You might have to just click 30 every time and just keep going through because you're just going to know that I'm going to bet on fucking Sheldon Creed every week. I honestly think that if he goes to Gibbs, he's going to have a pretty decent little season next year. Uh, looking forward to that, but I uh, did, did just want to mention a guy that has been notoriously on my shit list. Uh, I honestly feel bad for him now, and uh, I'm looking forward to betting on him. Uh, and for anyone that has listened for the entire season, <laughs> I do owe Mason 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, I told him before the show, all I really want to do is just go back to that RV and brag in front of everybody that I was the only one that, you know, was right. Yeah. Yeah, we were a little wrong. I mean, we were we were like both 50-50. Uh, we did say John Hernemanchek and Cole Custer were going to light the world on fire in the Xfinity Series, and at least one of them did. Uh, yeah, it, it, we were all saying Cole Custer was going to win like eight Xfinity Series races. Uh, and then when Mason and I went to go make a bet, I was like, oh, you know, as everyone does when they make a parlay, right? You got to buy down the, the total 
so that you can, so it's, it sounds like it's an easier thing to have happen. So instead of an eight, I'm like, oh, give me a four. Give me four Cole Custer wins this year. Easy. Oh my God. He might win four before halfway through the season. And then, but you got to parlay that with a Riley Herbst win. And you know, and I thought came, that was my saving grace. You know who came through? The old fucking engine engine number 98, Riley Herbst. And Cole Custer, fucking nowhere to be found. If you would have told me at the beginning of the year that Cole Custer would have two wins and Riley Herbst would have 50% of those wins, I would be like, no fucking way. Like, there's no way that Riley Herbst is going to have 50% of the amount of wins as Cole Custer. Not even close. And sure as shit, Riley comes through and I owe Mason 50 bucks. So uh, you'll have that in them bigger jobs. But uh, this is the Xfinity Series. This is the last show of the year. We're crowning a champion and uh, we're going to have to do the old 3-2-1 and uh, just play our cards at the exact same time. So uh three two one justin Justin allgaier oh reagan and i this time (laughs) sam may what john hunter what what'd you say brad (laughs) i i i wanted to say john hunter so bad because the jgr trend i wanted to but just and and custer too the odds and i just really like justin allgaier more i don't know I just feel like this is one of those years where you're going to have the champ that nobody expected, just like we had with Hemrick uh, two years ago. You know, we all expected it last year, and it happened just you know just as as everyone thought. Even though, yeah, you know, me and my friends were out there in the eight pit hoping for something different. Um, I don't know, Sam. Sam with Marty Lindley. It just seems like too good a combo not to win a title. I will say I do ha- I do have Sam Mayer written down for a top three at plus two hundred. He's the only other driver or the only driver in the championship four with plus odds to be in the top three. I I don't hate a, a Sam Mayer top three. That that might be something I might look into adding. Um, I however I I just don't see a world where he wins a championship. I do think that I would put him third on my list. I think that it. I would be shocked if it wasn't Justin Allgaier versus John Hunter Nemechek for the championship. Um, I don't like John Hunter Nemechek. That has been stated. Who does? By, uh, yeah, who does? Right. I mean, just about anyone. Um, uh, I don't. I don't think many people do like him. Uh, he seems like a little bit of a piss baby, but I will say that he's probably. It's probably accurate why he is obviously the favorite uh, on every sports book. But that being said, I mean, everyone talks about Phoenix as being Justin Allgaier's playground. He's really good here. Obviously, the metrics showed that. John Onimacek was not that impressive in the spring. Like, really wasn't at all. Um, Obviously, he was pretty good in the truck last year, but I don't think that really has much translation. I think it's, it's Justin Allgaier's championship to lose especially after the kind of the Hail Mary last week. But um, I, I do I do kind of think that Sam Mayer would come third on my list above Cole Custer. I think Cole Custer is just uh, – I think out of all of them, I think Sam Mayer might sneak his way into a championship. I I think Cole Custer is going to finish ninth in the race. I just – I don't think he's going to be that good. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I got Allgaier to win. Uh, plus 320. I like the odds on that. Definitely was not going to go with John Hernemichek, uh for the odds, that's for sure. I think last I saw him, he was like plus 150 or something like that. Uh, 165. With, with his teammate lurking in the background. Yeah. Yeah. He if he if he has a restart at any point in the race and he has to try to get around the 18, that thing's gonna be a fucking semi truck. He's gonna look like Ryan Newman out there. So 
Which uh, applause applause to John Hunter because he knew on that last restart. He knew if they if the eighteen made the final four, his chances of winning drastically diminished. And that's why he blocked the way he did. And that was just a good smart heads up move. It wasn't probably long term, but in that moment it was a good smart heads up move uh for oh, him. And in the spring what... race, in the spring race, it was the eighteen and the nineteen that were lights out. Ryan Truex was I think better than uh, Sammy Smith was in that spring race at Phoenix. And they probably held him back the way Penske held back Blaney last year in the fall. So uh, having, having Myatt Snyder in that 19 car, I don't think that car will be as much of a factor versus Truex being in it. Probably not. It'll run better than Joe Graff though. As long as they have a better week than I had last week where everything misses by, by one, which I mean, like saying I had Sammy to win finished third. I had, uh, who to have for a top three? Herbs for a top three finishes fourth. Hemrick for a top five finishes sixth, which I call that exactly. And and Brad double cuffed me on on my winning top three bets. Um, that said, transition. I'm taking Herbs for a top three again. I think he's going to play foil and be up there mixing it up with those boys. Maybe even trying to help uh, Custer stay in the picture. I'm so happy to hear that. Because <laughs> you have herbs for a top five. I do have herbs for a top five. One thousand percent. And if you noticed, I already had it down there with the odds, but I did just add a little sneaky play. I will be taking that mayor top three double cuck, little double cuck. Again. Yeah. The end of <laughs> Brad, me and Brad are just riding together throughout the end. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, because a little little sneak. We I already know who Reagan's taking for the uh, cup championship too. So, yeah, we'll uh, count that down together. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the, the pick he put in before the playoffs uh, eliminated. <clears throat> so yeah. no, actually, no, no technically, my, my pre. So I kind of got cucked on the whole deal. So preseason, preseason, I took the twenty four, but when Brad made all the posts, he gave me Kevin Harvick. Because he didn't want, like, so nobody had the same person. No, that wasn't the case. I just fucked that up. I, that oh, wasn't... yeah. No, yeah, you just I thought you took Hamlin before the playoffs started. No, I took um, I took the 24. I had William Byron to win the whole thing. I did, no, I just when fucked we did up. that Honestly, I wish yeah. that I gave you Byron because I was the only one that had Byron. And mm-hmm. uh, Charlie and Bobby both went with Hamlin. And they had the yeah. same, like Charlie and Bobby. I was like, hey, just give me your top four and your champion. And they both gave me the exact same top four and the exact champion. And I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense because that's not going to happen. Who did we have? Or did we only have champions? Oh, no, I'm going back to look. Yeah, I was going to say, he's probably. So I thought I took Byron. <clears throat> I took Byron. I, I don't think so. I I texted Brad Byron and I remember you, you that too. Because I was, but so did I. Yeah. Because I was upset that. Um... I had the four of Harvick, and then people were messaging me, giving me a hard time about taking Harvick, and I'm like, I picked the 24, but it's all right. Uh, did any of us get more than two <laughs> of the final four? Because so I had Larson, Bush, Byron. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We're talking about Cup now. Hold on. No, we're pretty much at the Cup point. I think we wrapped up the Xfinity. Pitch. I'm taking Creed for a top five because I think Andy Petrie is going to actually give him a car because he feels like a piece of shit for what he said after the race. <laughs> I hope three so. for a like, top five at plus two fifty. I mean, I feel bad like watching that race. Me being like the fan that I was, like they both need to be more aware of what their situation is going through three and four. If they just rode side by side and Creed got them off the bottom, 
they both advance. But yeah, yeah, it was it was a small brain move. It was a smooth brain move for sure. Um, kind of stupid on everyone's part. I will say so. Obviously, during the taping of this show, uh, a mayor top three was brought up. I did add that to my bet slip. So my official bet slip is Justin Allgaier to win plus three twenty. The last, at least the last time I saw it, I, I jotted it down. Um, Sam Mayer top three plus two hundred, and Riley Herbst top five plus two hundred. Riley's been on an absolute mission to end this season. Uh, another guy that I'm really looking forward to uh, coming into next year. Uh, obviously, talking before months before the season even starts, but the the main reason why I went with the Mayer top three bet jotted down was. You got to think, right? So what Mason brought up, Sammy Smith, John, Sammy Smith basically got cucked out of being in the championship four by John Hunter Nemechek. Um, won in the spring, probably thought if he was to win that race, be in the final four, he's, he's probably the favorite. And so now what John Hunter Nemechek has to deal with is essentially three teammates because obviously Sammy's going to take over the nine car. So now you have. It's well, last year all over again. Yeah, you have, and and obviously, well, if, if we saw how last year worked out, hopefully that's not the same case, but you got <laughs> you got Sammy Smith, who is going to be taking over the nine, driving a Chevy for junior motorsports, and then you got two junior motorsports cars in the final four. So you got to think that, uh, I don't know how it exactly works. I've always kind of been fascinated by that, the moving part, parts where uh, even when Noah was still at, at uh, whatever, Legacy, they were like, oh yeah, we're moving to Toyota. So like, Denny Hamlin's on his podcast, like, yeah, they're not going to get any more, you know, Chevy notes. They're not going to be in the Chevy meetings. They're not going to be, you know, if some team's doing this, like, they're not going to hear about it because they're not going to be invited anymore. And so you got to think, like, there's got to be a Chevy executive. There's got to be someone from Junior Motorsports that knows that this is the last race for Sammy Smith in the in the 18 car. You got to just walk up by. You got to do a little Andy Petrie flyby and just be like, hey kind of sucks that you would have won the championship if you were in the final four right <laughs> go get him champ and just jump in the car like you got to do one of those so uh give me the sam mayor give me both the junior motorsports cars for a top three and uh i don't know where i'll be sitting watching the the race on saturday night but uh i'll be pulling for a a chevy and junior motorsports for sure yeah i'm riding with you on both the winner justin allgaier and the top three of sam mayor bets no top five for me I'm keeping it pretty simple. I want to maintain or grow the profit for the year. So we're going to ride still riding his ten house money. Just like I'm still riding my Van Gisbergen money. Uh, if if anyone's out there. So what I mentioned the, the last, last series with the Jesse love bet, I do really like Jesse love for a top five. I, I, I would like it if the odds weren't as good as three twenty. Uh, anyone out there in Maine, they, they they will take the odds down during practice and qualifying, but they will come back up a little bit before the race starts. If Jesse will be qualifies, if if he qualifies fifteenth, keep an eye on it. I do think that I don't think he'll qualify that bad. I think that he'll kind of have a leg up because he will be running the Arca race. I would assume at least. Um, but it, the odds will change, and you might be able to get him at a better price right before the race starts. So, is there even know. an ARCA race? Like, didn't they already crown their champions and stuff? They got a. I don't know if it's ARCA West, but they're there. I'm pretty I'm sure, sure it's ARCA West. There. I, think, I think I saw they go green at like 2 p.m. tomorrow or something like that. I'd say because I'm pretty sure Jesse Love like already won the championship or something for ARCA this year. Jesse Love could have won the championship in July. With, yeah, with Frankie Muniz hot on his tails. Um. Oh, it, it, they got a hell of a hell of an entry list with old 
Jake Finch making the trip, uh, Tyler Reef, Tanner Reef, Sean Hidden Ramos, Caden Honeycutt. Caden Honeycutt about to run two races tomorrow night in Phoenix and then fly to Caraway to run two races with the car store. Uh, Sawalich, Dean Thompson. Anybody else? Did the car store practice today to like get so they don't have anything tomorrow or do they still have stuff tomorrow? I think they have both days. I think I think because it's the north south, they did an extra day. Mm -hmm. I think they maybe do like one or two sessions tomorrow. I I would assume that uh, Jake Finch is doing a double as well with Nashville. Uh, Jake Finch is a dog. Uh, I, I mean, He's, he's had uh, he won at Dover actually earlier this year in the Arca car, which is Dover. If there was a place, if you would be like, hey, like uh, take out Daytona, take out Bristol, like where would you want to win a race? Oh, fucking Dover, dude. Dover's badass. I love Dover. Um, you know, I've only raced it on iRacing, obviously, but uh, Jake Finch is a dog. I, I met him obviously this year. Well, not obviously, but I met him this year and uh, definitely a kid that I'm going to be keeping my eye on, whether he is, you know, starts lighting the world on fire or not. Um, definitely uh he's going to be on the podcast at some point so excited to watch i'm, I'm not probably not gonna watch the arca race but i might watch the all-american so definitely be able to catch him twice this weekend as well but what i mentioned with the jesse love pick another guy that i feel pretty confident in this this weekend is that riley herbs pick so finished fourth at the beginning of this year at the beginning of this year i don't know if you remember riley herbs was absolutely ass um not ass but like he was riley herbs i mean he he wasn't doing it's hard to say that, I guess. At the beginning of the year, he was really good, and then he went through a rough patch, but I do feel like he's turned the corner, and obviously that first win everyone mentions is the hardest one to get. Do I think he's going to win the race? No, but the odds for him to win it there, to get a top three were pretty pretty substantial as well. I think it was like plus 600 or something, whatever Mason said, um, plus 480, whatever. But uh, honestly, I, I do like that pick. I think that there's a safe bet in there for a top five if anyone's out there listening uh, and uh, – a plus 200 will be halfway decent and you got four positions to work with. So um, that I think wraps up the Xfinity series and uh, we're on to the last division notes of the year for the black flag playbook. Uh, obviously the cup series crowning a champion on Sunday, the notables, the 42 is going to be Carlton haagen And that's pretty much it. Ryan Newman's in the 51. Who cares? Uh, Martinsville. Blaney picked up the win over Eric Almarola, Dennis Hamlin, Chase Briscoe, and Joey Logano. Uh, definitely one I'm going to kick myself on for a really long time because I don't know why I didn't pick Blaney last week. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I mentioned on the show like how good I thought he was going to be, and then I just didn't pick him at all because before the before we even recorded, when I think of Blaney, I went to Martinsville. I watched Blaney dominate Martinsville, and then Clint Boyer pull a rabbit out of his ass, like. I, I, there's Snapchat memories that come through every year of a hot dog with Ryan Blaney in the background. And it says little Monday YRB Martinsville hot dog action. And I, the whole week I was like, Blaney, Blaney, Blaney. And it, and then I just didn't fucking take him. Pisses me off. Uh, good for Blaney though. Phoenix 2022, uh, Joy Logano picked up the win over Ryan Blaney, Ross Chastain, Chase Briscoe, and Kevin Harvick. Uh, the 12 and the 22 absolute class of the field and the 14, honestly, uh, both all three of those guys finished in the top four of every stage. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Every stage, two stages and the and Briscoe looked stout last week. Yeah. Briscoe Briscoe is definitely uh, sneaky, sneaky this week. 
Um, average running position in the race, Joey Logano and Ryan Blaney, two. Uh, Logano also picked up the pole in the race. Chase Briscoe, four. Kevin Harvick and Kyle Larson, six. Martin Truex Jr., seven. William Byron, eight. Ross Chastain, nine. Fastest laps in the race, Ryan Blaney, 58. Joey Logano, 40. Chase Briscoe, 26. William Byron, 23. A.J. Allmendinger, 17. Kevin Harvick, 16. Ross Chastain, 15. And laps led in the race, Joey Logano, 187. And Ryan Blaney, 109. Chase Briscoe, 11. Cole Custer, 3. A.J. Allmendinger, Alex Bowman, 1. The Masons metric top 10, Ryan Blaney and Joey Logano come in as overwhelming favorites. 4.5 for Blaney, 4.67 for Logano, 8.4 for Chase Briscoe, 8.43 for Denny Hamlin, 8.77 for Kyle Larson, 10.57 for both Bell and Byron, 11.37 for Harvick, 11.9 for Chastain, and 12 even for Eric Almarola. And a championship four is Kyle Larson, William Byron, Ryan Blaney, and Christopher Bell. And in the spring, William Byron won the race over Ryan Blaney, Tyler Reddick, Kyle Larson, and Kevin Harvick. Past wins at the racetrack, Kevin Harvick, nine. Logano Bush, three. Hamlin, two. Truex, Elliott, Byron, Briscoe, and Larson all with one. And boys, this is going to be a fun one. I'm excited. I got a three in my hand for Dale and also to count it down because uh, we might all be fucking group riding Scott Fowler locking of the week. Let's see. Three, two, one. Ryan Blaney. Oh. I'm sticking with what I said from the rip. Oh, man. You had, a, you had a number one in the notes, too. And I was like, oh, man, we're going to have a group ride for a championship. Are you shitting me? Nope. And I think I, I do think it will be Blaney. But Byron, I just feel like last week is going to be a fire under their ass. And you, when you piss off Rudy Fugel, the man's a genius. Man, I, I I don't know. I don't feel confident in Byron. I think that last week makes me way less confident in Byron. Um, Byron was my pick before the playoffs started to win the championship. And I feel, I feel way yet yeah, Reagan's too for there's an asterisk for the actual post yeah. that I posted. Cause I fucked that up. Um, but I, I don't feel, I feel way less confident than I did at the beginning of the year. Um, the beginning of the playoffs. I, I think that he's just lucked into uh, just watching him luck into wins. And then there being a narrative on social media and a lot of people being like, this kid just lucks into every win that he gets. Like thinking back, I'm like, no, he, I mean, he's had a pretty, a couple good ones, but like, no, he has lucked into a lot of wins. And Everybody then, just thinks of the Roval. Well, yeah, that, that, that didn't help at all. But obviously last week, just seeing how worn out he was and just so like panicked the whole entire time. It's like, I mean, maybe, maybe like you're saying, he goes in here, weight off his chest, weight off his shoulders, whatever the fuck you want to say. And, you know, he, he goes out there and lets loose and wins the championship, but it is very hard to look at the championship four and see how dominant Ryan Blaney has been. It not, not even just like, like last year, he was by far the best car there and let Joey Logano win the race goes into the spring and he is dominant yet again, uh, finishes second to William Byron, obviously, but it, it is a very, it's very hard for me to think that Logano and Blaney. I think that Logano 
is going to be very fast as well. And I think that Logano knows that last year, Ryan Blaney was in his shoes and Ryan Blaney raced him with the utmost respect. Um, I don't think that there was anything egregious that Blaney did last year to, you know, block and help Logano or Logano win the championship, but he never raced him hard at all. The, the main so, person Blaney had to hold back was himself. Exactly. So I, I do, I think that the his, it is right in front of Ryan Blaney to, you know, win this championship. And that is just so fucking crazy to say, because I mean, going into the season, obviously, like I remember listening to the Dale Jr. download and Dale Jr. is like, yeah, I think Ryan Blaney's going to be the champion. And you're like, fuck, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Ryan Blaney can't get his fucking head out of his own ass. He, you know, he hasn't, he, he barely wins races. And when he does, like, it seems like he does luck into him every once in a while. And Kyle Petty's calling him fucking overrated or whatever he said. And I honestly thought the same thing. And then just so happens, I go to four races this year. Ryan Blaney wins the Coke 600 and he wins at Talladega. And, you know, now I'm like, man, Ryan Blaney's been on an absolute mission. So uh, give me the 12. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll be cheering on Skip all day from wherever the fuck I'm at. Actually, probably a shitty dive bar in Massachusetts. I'm going to a concert in Cambridge. So fantastic. <laughs> I don't I like I said I don't I don't hate the Blaney pick. I think he'll be strong. I just I stuck with Byron earlier. I feel very confident in that team. And and the Larson Larson will be up there. I Larson don't know how Larson's the favorite. Because it's that everybody's probably putting the money on him. Everybody probably had the early money on him. That's probably what moved those lines. I would imagine. Like Larson's, Larson's always the favorite almost every single race, and I just I don't know why. After like, what has he really done to get in? Like, well, not to get not to get in because I know he won a race, but like, what has he done like throughout the playoffs that's been really like he's the dominant car going into this race? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really see it either. Um, there, there is a there is a crazy stat out there. I don't remember what it was, but uh, DBC talked about it the week after Larson won. That like the last you know X amount of champions have won the race that first race of the final eight, I guess, uh, to make their way into because because it just basically gives you a free pass for the next couple of weeks that so you don't have to think about. And um, yeah, I I mean. I honestly, I go into this weekend and I think that it is, it is Larson or Blaney. Um, you know, maybe I'm alone in thinking that way, but I do think that it's those two. And I, I don't hate Christopher Bell either though. Like he's had the past two races to prepare and get ready for this. Like he's had no pressure on him. Didn't have to do anything in Martinsville. They barely talked about him in Martinsville. I couldn't have told you he was even racing out there. But I'm, I don't know. Yeah, the I, last the last two guys that won Vegas also won Phoenix, so that bodes well for Larson for sure. And, and I will say, when I first initially made the show post for this week, I did have Chris Rebell as a top three pick. I took him out late. Uh I just it's hard for me to put any sort of faith in Chris Rebell. It it's just. I don't know. I feel like he might be he might be pretty good, but he's also going to finish fourth. 
And it's like, then, then at that point, it's not really worth putting money on him because a top five is, is negative money or, or plus 100. It's like, I don't, I don't have enough faith in him to, to actually put him on my bet slip. Um, yeah. The I'm, problem here is like take making picks right now for the championship. You can like, if you want to pick one of the championship four drivers, you have to pick one to win, and that's it. You can't take him for a top three unless it's going to be negative odds. Top five, you know it's going to be negative odds. Mm. Yeah, so, 100%. But you can also I, do I'm, I'm going to do, you can look him. at teammates. Because for my top five, I, I went back and forth on it, and I like Briscoe. I like his momentum. But Joey Logano to finish fifth at plus 220. The guy's been I have fifth that place guy all year. I have him written down. He was my fifth place car at Martinsville. That's my priest bet. And I told you I, he was going to finish exactly fifth. And where did he finish? Fifth. Fifth. May, may have almost lost the house, but you know, um, we took you, the Logano bet the, to be you safe. Kept the addition. Yeah, we kept the Logano bet. Only had two bets last week. Still had a profit in the Cup race. So mm-hmm. I'm going to ride with the Joey Logano again. And I'm going to take a weird top three bet. I kind of scrolled down on the odds list here. Give me Chase Briscoe for a top three at plus 1,300. I mean, if anything, if if he shows to be as quick as he was the last couple times they've been out there. I mean, he's won a race there. Mm-hmm. It's it's really not, not recently. Off, yeah, like very recently, like with the next gen car. Like, I, I don't think that it's I don't think it's that far fetched at all. And that's some pretty crazy odds. Um, I'm not even touching a top three this week. It, it, I, I, I added the top three in the Xfinity series really late. Anytime you can get a championship three guy that you feel any sort of confident in at all at a top three, I think you take them because the history says that typically they're going to finish up there. Um, regardless of if they win the championship, I'm going with a guy. I don't even really like the odds. But it is just strictly for me to be able to watch and enjoy. And I'm going with a Kevin Harvick top five plus 110, uh, you know, hashtag forever, whatever the kids are saying. A guy that is notoriously been the dominant, like his throughout his whole career, this has been like one of his tracks Atlanta, Phoenix, like nine wins or whatever the fuck Mason had in the notes. I mean, this guy is crazy good here. Uh, I don't know that he's going to be as good as he has been in the past because just those, those cars have not been that great this year. But that being said, last race of the year, I think that you just throw all the, everything and the kitchen sink at it and just hope that when they get to fifth, they don't tech something and you just, you can ride out into the sunset with a, with a fourth place finish for old fucking happy Harvick, the closer. So that I want to see him and Ronnie in their careers together in victory lane. Uh, mm. And then Ronnie coming this year, ready to set the world on fire with Josh. I am also riding with Brad on the Harvick top five bet. I have that written down at plus 110. I'm going to be the, the, the altar again. And I'm going to take the car number that y'all picked for the top 10. And I'm going to divide it by two. I'm going to ride the Penske train for the rest of everything but the win. Austin Cindric. Top 10 plus 700. I feel like he's going to benefit from the notes of his teammates. I thought about Bowman. I thought about an armadillo top 10 to make him think about continuing his career. But we all know what's going to happen there. Is that 
there's been a guy every week the last couple of weeks that doesn't really belong in the top ten. Todd Dillon and and other names. I think this is a, a good week for Sindra to get back to bad top tens. Plus seven hundred. I wish I could go yeah. back to last week's odds and look at how much an Eric Almarola top three paid. Oh, it had to be four digits. Had to be. Wait, he had to have been below Priest, below every other SHR car, probably down there with like the Gillens or the Harrison Burton, like down there on the bet slip at least, I would think. And I can't but, wait to bet on him to win in a Ryan C. Xfinity car next year. He he's always notoriously down there with them guys. He's he's right above the Harrison Burtons, and it's it's yeah. Uh, it, that was that was wild to see. And for a for a while there, I thought he was going to win the race, but um, no. To, to cap off, I was surprised that race didn't get a yellow. Like that's what that race really needed to shake it up. Yeah, that's that is definitely uh pretty wild that it didn't end up happening. Uh, but to cap off my bet slip for the weekend, just three bets in the cup race. Blaney to win plus three hundred. Harvick top five plus one ten, and the final one we've talked about him a lot on this program. Top ten safest bet I think that there is in any of the three fucking series this week. Uh, I think that personally it should be lock of the week. It should be the final Scott Fowler lock of the week. It is a Chase Briscoe top ten at plus one seventy five. Uh, I mean, Chase Briscoe, this is his playground. I mean, he's won a race. He he has I don't a, hate that taking him as a top three. It yeah, it's a top I mean it's a top ten. Yeah, it's top eight. ten. Lock it in. It's you no, know, you know he's learned from Harvick. Uh, not only has he learned from Harvick, I don't even know that he has to learn from Harvick. I think that he has his own notebook. I think that he's outperformed Harvick at times, especially in recent memory. Obviously, like we mentioned, he has that win. I think personally if I'm someone that is listening to this show and I am from the state of Maine, I'm putting 50 bucks into my account tomorrow. You got to place the entire, at least what I read, you have to place the entire 50 bucks on one bet and then you get $100 in bonus bets. I would pick someone, you know, 50 bucks. It, that's a little bit more than, you know, uh, maybe some people are going to want to bet. Pick a truck series winner, right? Say, oh, you know, Carson Hosevar or fucking Corey Heim. You know, we're, you know we're, we're taking this guy. Put 50 bucks on that. Take 50 bucks. Put it right on Briscoe top 10. Before practicing qualifying starts, 9 a.m., fucking make that happen. I think Briscoe top 10, lock of the week, plus 175 is pretty crazy odds for a guy that, you know, even in the championship race last year, wasn't even a part of it and was very, very fucking good. So, um yeah i think i think that that personally reagan's already took him for a top three mason mentioned him had him in the notes lock of the week the final lock of the week we're on it well no never mind what were you gonna say well boys i looked into you know the martinsville race a couple times and uh i did notice that ryan priest was running in the top 10 and then he didn't finish there so uh, yeah no at the very end i don't know what happened on that long run? He it went shit. Yeah, it did it, not have the long run car that he needed. Must have been the same thing that happened at Charlotte when he was. Yeah, I guess. Stuff. Yeah, just as those tires wear out, Th- those things don't wear out like the modified ones do, I guess, or wear a little differently. They don't. They I mean, don't. I, I thought my child blessed him. He got to watch the last twelve laps because honestly, we we got it. I was watching it in the waiting room. And we got back there, and I kind of turned the phone off. We get done. I start texting some people like, hey, you know, kids here, kids here, kids here. 
And one of my friends said, Hey, he's here for the end of the modified race. I said, fucking brilliant. I was already away from my wife. We were up in another room. I said, I'm bringing it up. The kid's watching the end. <laughs> Witness the last 12 laps. Yep. The, the kid better hope. Well, I mean, maybe we all hope that, uh, Ryan Priest has a long, illustrious career. I, I feel like Ryan Priest is one of those guys that is going to be, if he's not racing in the Cup Series, he's going to be the Bobby Labonte racing modifieds at age 60 years old. So um, regardless, hopefully he ends up being a little Priest fan. But uh, that is definitely, I thought that was it. I thought, you know, we had the Scott Fowler lock of the week. Andy got to watch Priest win a modified race. I was like, dude, we're going to hit it twice in a row. Dale Jr. and Ryan Priest, you know. It, it would have been a good way to good way to end the season. Ebbs, ebbs and flows. Let's end with a, a, a something off the rails. We got two guys going for an ASA title this year, the first ASA title, national title. Majeski and, and our friend Cole, who who's gonna win it? I'm thinking Cole. I think Cole as well. Give me Majeski. I don't know what the, He's had to be different. <laughs> What's the what's the point separation? Oh, we got real close there. I want to say I think it was like eight. Yeah, it's something like that. I saw them post about it. A lot of good, a lot of good championships can be decided this weekend. Cars tour. It was uh, it was King really on your freebie. It was very it was very spread apart. I think it was like forty something, and it was down or thirty nine above, and then it it got down to uh, eight at uh, the Winchester five million. Uh, cause Cole had a pretty decent day and Ty did not. So, uh, Ty's going to be, Ty's going to be busy. I'm sure Cole's already there testing. So. And I kind of, I'm going to say something. A lot of people probably don't want to agree with on this one. I don't hate a Willie Allen to win the race. Return to the seat at the home track. I was going to say. He's good know. at Nashville. It is eight points. It is eight points for, for Cole and Ty, but yeah. Willie Allen is the good boss at man back I in the seat. I can't attest to that. I was gonna say I just assumed Willie Allen was like a singer songwriter. No, know. I went that's, to that's one race. I went to one race at Nashville, and he was driving one of the Rackley cars and absolutely dominated. He is a previous Truck Series Rookie of the Year. I have you know if I remember correctly. There was a Rackley car, and the driver wasn't an absolute fucking piss missile. No, but he's also like an older guy, so it, it wasn't one of the young kids that bought his ride. Gavin with an A. Yeah, whatever those whatever one of hey, those. Tyler are. Zilich has been really good and really raced everybody with respect to no stars. They're, not all of them are terrible. Just the ones not that you know the ones that you know their dad just wrote the check for them to go there so they don't have to bother it, their parents all day. There's 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 two things that I base it off of because I don't pay for the pay-per-views to watch the races, and it is New Smyrna and also a different night at New Smyrna and the Rackley cars wrecked everything night after night after night. And also that Gavin Talking about this year. Yeah. I was on the team. We didn't wreck anybody. No, you just wrecked your own shit. <laughs> like Carson, there was personally got in the wall the one night with Katie and Dawson got caught up in like two rats. He got, he got caught up in him. He didn't cause him. Well, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying is that the, the the common denominator was the nights that we went to New Smyrna, there was always a Rackley car that was getting towed off on a tow truck. But Gavin Bochelle was the biggest weapon of all time at New Smyrna, and he wasn't even driving a Rackley car. He so was in Bucky's car. 
you pull both of those two te- things together and then it's like, gee, Christ, like now fucking uh, this is you, you caught whatever the opposite of lightning is in a bottle. And it's it, it, I just knew it was going to end bad. But th- I will say, though, we like that Gavin Bochel kid because a lot of these kids coming up, it's like they, they don't take criticism well or at all. But we posted that he was the weapon of the week on like Tuesday and then we're talking to Luke Baldwin because Luke wanted to like buy a shirt or something, or we were grabbing Jimmy Blue, whatever was happening. And Luke's like, "Oh, this is it. This is your weapon of the week." And he's like, "What's up, man? Like, I'm Gavin." We're like, "Oh yeah, you've had a tough week." And he's like, "Yeah, it hasn't been good." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm starting on the pole tonight, so hopefully I don't hit everything on the way back or whatever." Whatever he said, I was like, "Man, this kid at least doesn't take himself too seriously." So, um, no, but obviously that was late model talk. Uh, I do think Cole will uh, end up taking that win, but gonna be a uh, gonna be a good championship weekend. Uh, obviously, uh, there's a lot of overlapping this weekend, and we don't typically have that. Um, I knew earlier in this week that uh, Reagan was gonna be taking Blaney, and uh, I wasn't changing my pick. I I do think yeah. he's gonna... Brad put Blaney in the group chat, and I was like, oh, that's tough because I already placed the bet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I stuck I, with I... Byron. I stuck with my guns. I, I'm I not- so the bet I have placed on my phone is different than the bet that I took, because just to clarify how I did it, I took Ryan Blaney to win the championship at plus two fifty, to win the race is plus three hundred, but say somebody like a Chase Briscoe for some reason goes out there and wins the race, and Blaney still were to win the championship, I would still win my bet by doing it that way. Hmm. So you, you take the hit on the odds, but they don't have to win the race to win the championship, which has yeah, you give yourself before. some wiggle room there. It's, it's yeah. definitely the way to go. So there is a safer route to pick your champion bet if you don't trust them to win the race. If somebody like oh, Joey Logano goes out there and wins or something like that could happen. Nope, not doing that. Uh, I like to live life on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, like I mean, we're, we're, we're gambling here, right? What's the extra six bucks? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I do. I do think that's definitely the safe way to play for anyone that's out there that I uh, think that might happen. I mean, I personally don't. Um, I think that Joe Logano will recognize and be like, hey, I did get a championship last year because this guy. Yeah, we'll trade spots. Me. So, uh, but we'll see. Uh, obviously, this is uh, it's been a long season, but it's been a profitable season. Everyone in the green uh, already excited to start with a new slate come uh, Daytona. I, I think that. I think that we just wait till date. I don't think that we do the clash next year. I think that's no, just the 500. The clash is just the absolute. And we're all betting on Fords for the 500. If you've seen the new car. Oh uh, yeah. They came out with that. Interest. How are those going to push though? I was kind of looking at that. Like, I don't know, but it looks like a bullet. Give me Noah Gregson at plus three. <laughs> No, three thirty-two hundred. Sorry for the win yeah. in the ten. We we'll get Josh. Josh pushing Noah to the win. Best friends reunited. Yeah, the four and the ten going to the front. Oh my god, I I, I kind of forget that Josh Barry's in the four. That's so crazy to me. And and him and Noah have good history. No, well, yeah, yeah. What a fucking team. Um, but all right, that 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 concludes. I think the, if... uh, the playbook. <laughs> I think that. Uh, with if Noah were to go to Stuart Haas, I feel like that has to be my favorite team between Josh. If Noah was there, Priest and Briscoe, like I don't know how you can hate the guy, but probably not my favorite. 
Yeah, I grew up specifically hating every Ford except for Carl Edwards my entire life. I always loved Hendrick Motorsports. I was a big Jeff Gordon guy. I dabbled in the Jimmy Johnson every once in a while. Absolutely loved Casey Mears, loved Casey Kane. Um, and then I started meeting these guys. And I've gone to the point where now it's like I have friends that are out there. I feel very weird if I'm showing up to the racetrack and fucking Chase Elliott attire. So hmm. I like Chase Elliott because I like Jeff Gordon rolled over into Chase. I love the nine car. I love I don't care what division it is. If there's a bang banger out there with a nine on there, fucking Zach Audet, give it to me, dude. I don't give a shit. And I have a bunch of fucking nines. I got Noah Gregson, obviously. I got fucking Chase Elliott. And now at this point, it's like, I don't give a shit about Chase Elliott. Like, like I like Hendrick Motorsports still. But, it, I mean, yeah, whatever. So now it's like, it's so weird to me that next year, if Noah does indeed go to that 10, like, I'm all Ford. Like, all my buddies are in Fords. Riley, Noah, Priest, all on the same team. Like, goddamn, catch me with fucking Tony Stewart merchandise on 365 days out of the year next year. It's going to be crazy. Uh, might all still have a Chevy on it, but we'll see. But uh, no, going to be a uh, obviously a, a very, well, I don't know that it's long, but it's going to be an off season. Uh, already looking forward to the 500. Obviously, uh, one of the main NASCAR races that I attend throughout the year. So are we going to have a uh, on-site recording of this? <laughs> are there odds in Florida? How does that work? Yeah, it's going to be tough. That's going to be You'll tough. You'll be down there, right, Mason? Uh, or maybe not. Who TBD. knows? The kidding stuff, right? <laughs> and TBD. We might We're have to do something for the Derby. Yeah. I, well, I, there's I, no gambling for that. I we can honestly, make something up. I honestly, I mean, think, we could make a pool, but I, I think that the best thing that could happen would be that we jump back on, we make our picks, we mm -hmm. guess the odds, but the odds that we get are whatever's what whatever is posted like there's probably not going to be odds for the truck or xfinity race obviously when we record yeah. um and i'll probably be too tuned up uh whenever we could record so uh. I, no, I honestly think uh we'll obviously play it by ear but uh no i, I think that this has been a success um Great obviously season it's been a good first season. We've we've made money for uh, all the peoples out there that have tailed us for at least the entire year. Um, and yeah, I think that uh, with a little bit of marketing partners, I think that we could get a little bit better. But uh, hopefully that's a next year thing. Hopefully there's a couple more people that want to hop on board. And uh, yeah, I mean, obviously the last weekend of the year. Looking forward to it. NASCAR championship weekend. A lot of overlapping picks. Hopefully people ride with us and uh, hopefully we succeed and uh one last time, Reagan. I think that uh, we're going to have to close us out here. That we will see you guys at the cash counter. One last time. <laughs>